So um, I've never been a gamer, like never gotten to that. But I never thinking, thought about that. Like, thinking yeah, about getting into that. Think yeah. about playing like got nothing else going on really. You know, sometimes, dude. So speaking of that, I've like ever since I've had my Xbox One, I've played like gotten into maybe two games. I've had it for a couple years now, and like, but recently, I just like I've got this little window, you know, that I can like kill some time. You know, having two kids and all that stuff. So like my. Fucking uncle's been harassing me for years to play that remake of Doom, mm-hmm. and the new one just came out. So I bought it. It was like twenty bucks. Downloaded it, started playing it, and like I don't even like first person shooters, but it's fucking awesome. Like it's it's got me wrapped up. I mean, I can't like it's gonna ruin my marriage because like at night when Stacy's like me and her are sitting there, like I'll stream it to the laptop while she's watching TV and like just be sitting there just murdering demons, like chainsawing the shit out of them, like doing the Lord's work. Mm. Amen. <laughs> I mean, you're killing Actually, demons. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, no. it's, it's it like, just has a. I have a different idea of Jesus now. Like, I, can, I can see, it, like, you know, like my mom back in the day being like, "That's games full of demons and blah." Yeah, but you're killing them. Isn't that what God would want? Mm. I'm. I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible. Like, but I just imagine, like, I imagine Jesus with his chainsaw. Cut. Yeah, maybe trying like, to shut down a gate to hell. Oh, and so you're murdering demons. You literally don't kill one human innocent person in the video game. It's all demons. All right, like that, like that. That's anti-violence. Like that's yeah. the best thing. They should be playing this in church. This is Absolutely. what should be indoctrinating our youth. Yeah, the makes youth group different. I, not that like my youth group was not the same. Fuck pizza. I'd have gone to like do some Doom multiplayer. Like yeah. <laughs> I remember one time you took us to a church. Like, oh god, is, ah. All right, so again, it's like, gonna be bad. Whatever it is, I can't even remember. I've well, killed I enough to, brain went, cells, but we went to a church. It was like the whole pizza party, like smoke machine, like band playing. <laughs> but then they also the thing that always stuck out to me is they had a half pipe in the youth room. Oh, I remember that. That wasn't yeah. even my church. Yeah, well, obviously, it was another. Like, we were, well, I bounced around to different. Churches. I don't think you were going to church at the time. Like, yeah, I think probably it was like, not. I think it was it was like after a football game or something. It was like one of those probably fifth quarters. Like, hey, we keep the kids in the church. They won't do anything bad. <laughs> And might kill themselves on this half pipe, but yeah. you know, it's in the name of the Lord. At least they're going to be like hyped up on caffeine, not on alcohol or drugs. <laughs> That's that that right. was like the plan. But I don't know. They weren't drug testing the kids in, they were coming in. So yeah. you might have been like pregame, go get the hot half pipe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I remember that. That was wild. All right. So, anyways, hey, uh, welcome to Beer and Bible. Welcome I'm on. Neil. Not a gamer yet, but I'm like working on it. Yeah. Working on I'm it. thinking about it. And this is... And I'm Chris, the high-functioning resident alcoholic and um, resident high-functioning alcoholic. It works either way. Yeah. And official Bible... Re- Bi- <laughs> Damn it. Bible reader. Yes, yes. Am I a Bible reader today? Yes, you are yes. reading the Bible. We're going to be in... Uh, yeah, because we, we did the... A the, uh, couple episodes ago, we did our tangent night where there was no... Bi- like, I only got to say one thing at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't get to be an official Bible reader no, we were just uh, doing that. So go and check that out. Speaking of that tangent night, uh, we've got a correction to make on that one. Oh. So I've got a couple of corrections to make in the past. If you've been listening to us for a while, we've covered a couple of different things. And I I just wanted to jump in here and um, please keep in mind that I, I've studied the Bible and I nerd out about the Bible, but I am not like that's not my job. That's not my one thing. And also, even if it was. There are literally libraries upon libraries about the Bible. There's just so much about the Bible to study and look at different interpretations. So I don't know everything. So when I discover something new, I definitely want to bring it back to you guys and uh, and kind of encourage you. If you hear something from us, 
Like, check it out. Wikipedia. Go, like, tap on a local Christian. Bother them, like, questions. Next time you see... Absolutely, yeah. Find a priest or something yeah. and just harass him for a few minutes. Yeah, you're, you're going with the priest. I was going to go with a street preacher. Like, next time they have hey, the those signs. Those are even better. Like, hey, excuse me, got a question about the Bible and see what happens. So... Um, one of them is, uh, one of the things I wanted to correct is that, or not correct, but another point to share is back in the day when we talked about, uh, it was the, like grain and the Sabbath and all that stuff with Jesus. Um, one of the questions was like, there's a story where David was going and he was picking, he was eating bread that he was only supposed to be for the priests and David was not a priest. Well, some people do argue that he actually was a priest and they look at some of the Psalms and things like that. So there is an argument that David himself was somehow in, in a priestly lineage huh. or maybe priests in the in the form of like acting like a priest um similar to there's a guy in the old testament called melchizedek who was in the very in genesis the very first book of genesis. the bible and so some people think that like you know you had you had this uh priest there and david is is acting the same way that that priest did he got like a power up that nobody knew about yeah like on a secret level yeah yes yeah like chainsawed a boss and got it he's a I, priest by default <laughs> That's how you get it. You, you, <laughs> it's if you a, a special power up. If you didn't know this about Catholicism, you actually become a priest by killing, chainsawing demons. Really? And then you get. I thought it had something to. Never mind. I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> Watch South Park. All right. <laughs> uh, that's completely made up about the the priest part, chainsawing demons. The other thing is, <laughs> I think uh, years ago, uh, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about. I was saying the apocrypha of John or the apocrypha. Uh, I don't know. We were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, but I was messing it up. Um, but it was. Oh, the, oh, oh. I was saying apocalyptic literature instead of apocryphal literature is what I, oh. I was messing up. Apocryphal is something different. Apocalyptic is like the it's essentially doom, but in literature in a book. That sounds a little more boring, but I can get behind it. Yeah. So apocalyptic, not apocryphal. So sorry, made that mistake. And the third one is coming back to the whole tangent night. We talked about the idea of like a rat crawling through some grain, making it unclean. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we have awesome listeners, and one of them was able to be like, I got the research, I got the knowledge, let me hit you up and help you guys out. So, again, like anything you guys got, you guys got help us out. Yeah, that dude. way everyone, it can become like a little bit more of a discussion, a little back and forth. We want feedback. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, one of the feedbacks I got was, y'all wrong. And uh, the the thing we were wrong about is that uh, it's actually when, if a rat were to die in the, in like the grain, ah. but if it runs across, you're still good. Yeah. But that's, it's like more of the dying and that makes it all unclean. Gotcha. So no rat carcasses in your grain. And if you do hear something like this is this day and age, it's super easy. Like you can DM us, you can message us. So you got like Facebook, Instagram. You can also do we have an email link to our website? We do not. I need to get that because I've been meaning to get hate mail set up. <laughs> hate but, mail at beerandbible.com. Yeah. That would be great. But, but right now you could totally DM us or Facebook us. It's gonna fucking bug us on our phone, so like we won't be able to ignore it. Um and we encourage it. Like if you just want or even if you just want to say, hey, if you've got beer suggestions. Yes. There's a, a bottle shop here in town, and um like if you've got beer suggestions, we can uh I can go check it out. Give you a shout out if you send me some tasty info on a brew. Yeah. Speaking of which, what are you drinking tonight? What's going tonight on? Tonight is uh, Parkway Brewery. Um, one of our, uh, not not the oldest in town, but like one of our like steadfast, been here for a while. And one of the oldest here in, in Roanoke. And um, I got their mangled mango IPA. And it's really good. It's it's something I dig. And they, everything they make is good. Like they're one of those where it's like, 
even their shit where they're just fucking around and like just try to brew up something random is just always really good. So they Parkway know. Brewery, check them out. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Um, I like your two speeds. There's IPA and dark. That's it. <laughs> like two speed right here. Turn into an old man. I'm like you know, stuck in my way. It's like, yeah. but I will try new things. I just don't like blondes. No, no blondes or Kolsch. I don't really. I'm not a fan of Kolsch. But sours, you know, any anything really. Sweet. Let us know, and uh, we're going to jump into, we're continuing with the book of Matthew. Back in the New Testament. In the New Testament, and this is something where we're, we're, we are stepping into the Sermon on the Mount, which is the big, like, a lot of the big highlights of Jesus saying things like... Is that where you fed him with all that damn fish? No, no, no. no. So, uh, the thing about Matthew is that he actually, the and I think we mentioned this in the introductions uh, to this whole book... Matthew writes things in large sections. So he has five teaching sections. So we have gone through and introduced our character of Jesus. And now this is the first time we have Jesus speaking. And he goes up, sits down, begins teaching them, and starts with, blessed are the, and we went through the Beatitudes. Because he's been getting the posse together and all that stuff. So now he's like building up to like start his career or to start his, start the broadcast. Exactly. So this is probably outside on the outskirts of the town of Capernaum, probably a couple hundred yards away from the sea. That's one of the most likely options. There are a couple options about where he's sitting, but it's up on a hill. Um, the sea, the, he's sitting there, and then there's the sea in the background, and a bunch of people come around. They're sitting around, and they're, they're listening to him teach. Now, did Jesus actually say all of these things at one time? Not necessarily. It's more of... It might have just been a collection of all of the Matthew's teachings or all of Jesus' teachings by Matthew that it puts them all in the you've heard it said, I say to you, the, uh, these things. Um, he is very – this particular section, though a little weird in the mysterious part of blessed are the poor for they shall inherit the, these these things yeah. we talked about. Um, um, but they are going to be more direct. I'm going to say these things to you directly. Later on, he gets a little bit more mysterious in some of his teachings. Ooh. But uh, we'll get into that later on. But we're getting to this very straightforward thing. So um, he's gone through and he said, blessed are these people. And he's defining the kingdom of heaven. What So far, the book of Matthew has talked about uh, John uh, declaring the kingdom of heaven and baptizing people. You've got Jesus declaring the kingdom of heaven and healing people. So now we need to know what are they declaring. So there should not be any understa- any difference between John's message and Jesus' message. Also, for people jumping in, like this is which probably this is not the episode you're going to pick, but maybe it is. Yeah. And um, this isn't like the commandments where it was like, right, do this and do this or you're going to die or do this. And it's, it's kind of a, you know, it, like these people like kind of get, like if you live this way, you get these things or like this, it, like well, it's it, not, not maybe. necessarily an exchange, but it's kind of like he's sitting there saying like, there's a better way you can, you guys can be doing this shit. Yeah. Like and that that is it's a really hard thing that even the beatitudes which are the past couple episodes not tonight's episode but there's this whole thing of does it mean that we should be poor does it mean that we are poor or does it mean that people who naturally are poor uh naturally get these things hmm. and what does that look like and what does that mean uh there and, and so we're I, not doing commandments right now no. <laughs> or we were not these weren't like, we don't think so some people do there's um, oh really yeah there are some people who think okay. that you should be poor and the uh, you should be poor in spirit you should hunger and thirst for righteousness you should and some people read it that way and you can and that's not no issue with it uh if you're trying to figure out well neil neil obviously doesn't read it that way i actually don't know how i read it yeah i'm just reading it as it is and just rolling with it as much as i can and uh, that's it. So 
we go through this introduction. So here he's kind of describing, if he's going to talk about the kingdom of heaven, I like one person said that uh, it's almost as if he's describing the, uh, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven and what does this look like. And just to recap, the kingdom of heaven is not a new idea to the Jewish people. They are aware of this. Uh, to the Jewish people, this would be all of their ideals and uh, expectations of what does it mean to be uh, following the will of God. And that's the idea of the kingdom of heaven is everybody, all the Jewish people doing exactly what God wants the way he wanted it. And if and their belief is if everyone's acting in this peace, love, happiness, everyone's going to get along. Yeah. And then for the most part, I think all of us can agree that uh, there's a, some sort of ideal that we have in our mind. And uh, if we could live by those ideals, then peace would happen yeah, on earth. It's like perfect societal like yeah. structure. Some people, and, and uh, I'm going to get a little political, but some people would say, you know, the Bernie Sanders utopia would do exactly that. Other people would say Trump is already on his way making America great again. So you, you get what I'm saying is that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> there's going to be, yeah, it's not going to work for everybody. It, everybody, it, there's always going to be. We all have our ideals. Yeah, we're all human. We all have this idea that if, if this person, if we followed their ideals, then everything would work out and everybody would be happy and blah, blah, blah. So we've we've kind of described. There's always going to be that one motherfucker. There is, there is <laughs> Judas. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, the the kingdom of heaven. Some people would just say he took initiative. There is. That, <laughs> we're gonna have to get into like this Judas. Up eventually, eventually, we're gonna get to the Judas, the go getter. Yeah, uh, but dickhead. But uh, until then, right now. It, yeah. Anyway, anyway, the story of Matthew <laughs> is that uh, in the in this section he is describing what the kingdom of heaven looks like, and so he goes through and he has these beatitudes. Now we move into the next part of his introduction. This is all part of the introduction. So, Chris, if you don't mind picking pick, up the Bible right now, yes. Let's see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's thirteen. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me. This is Matthew chapter five, verse thirteen. And got it. you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. That's, <laughs> that's like a riddle. Yeah, it's super weird. And I, I just told you this is like the just most a direct. Batman villain now? I like how I said like this is the most direct of what he has to say. It's going to get crazier and weirder. Saltiness. Just throw it out. It's like, oh, this salt's fucked up. Just throw it out on the ground. Some guy yep. steps on it and like, falls. <laughs> I guess like, salt would give you more grip, right? I, I guess. That, I that's know. what they put on roads hmm. because of the icy winters of Israel. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, some people think that he's just talking to the 12 at this point uh, when he talks about you guys are being like you, you 12 are the, the salt of the earth. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's speaking well, to the That makes large me crowd. feel better that he's making no fucking sense to 12 people rather than like a thousand people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be like saying to them that you are the special 12 chosen that are going to be spreading oh, out and everything okay. Else. So okay. you guys are the salt. Like Some people think that, uh, but he could be speaking to thousands. We don't know. I don't know. I just... It's like you're set apart. You're the... Or you got to be the special people because if you're not, then you're just like fucking everybody else and I've mm -hmm. got no use for you and I'll pretty much just like set you on fire while you're asleep. Jesus does... Or throw you in threats. the road at the, at the very least and people are going to step on you, be annoyed by you while they're stepping on you. Exactly. Is that, did that's, I decipher it correctly? That's the um. So then the other word when is does the chainsaw come out. Uh, it's it's coming. <laughs> we got a couple books Super together. Shotgun. So in uh, the the other word for earth, we talked about this earlier about the blessed are these people, the meek, for they will inherit the earth. The geis and the geis is uh, geis. Yeah. Is that uh, Hebrew or Greek? 
uh, Greek. Greek. Okay, so this is where we're talking Matthew. We're yeah, Matthew. A, uh, couple episodes. Uh, last episode we talked about. Uh, yeah, I think it was last episode we talked about Gaius being um, Euro. The like, yeah. Ah, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 So yeah. that in in that was the... a couple episodes, a couple beers ago, more than a couple beers. <laughs> I think it was just last episode. Uh, it's hard to think. It's, it's... <laughs> Still a couple sure. beers ago. That was weeks ago. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, Gase is the land, and, and a lot of times in the Old Testament, when the Old Testament was uh, then translated into Greek, they use that to refer to the land of Israel. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that. So in the same way, this could be the entire world, the globe, or it could just mean the land of Israel. That is the, the, what the promised land that the Jewish people wanted and were expecting would be returned to them completely. Yeah. Salt. Salt. I'm going to go through, get ready for this, everybody. I'm going to go through a lot of different interpretations and guesses of this. Is this like salt, salt? Or like, did they have another spice that was this was translated to salt? Nope, this is... It wasn't like that Tony Chichero's Creole in the green shit that I mm, fucking put on everything. No, I would no. put that on my breakfast cereal. You you got me to put it on pizza. Yeah! It's like, it's, it is really salty, but it's spicy. If you put enough on, like you got to put it on, and then when you think there's too much, put a good bit more, and then you're in the sweet spot. Today's podcast brought to you by, <laughs> by, by Tony C. He's got the little chef guy on the green thing. The green can. Yeah. The Not green the alligator. Can. Don't get the fucking alligator. Get the one with the little Italian looking guy. I don't know why that he's on Creole seasoning, but fucking there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on. this is this is salt. Most likely it's going to be the uh, the salt that's being harvested from the Dead Sea. Ooh. At the time, so yeah. So you have um, we talked about a podcast earlier, or not a podcast, but a blog post, <laughs> blog post, and um, a podcast. Right uh, now. Mentions uh, we talked about the Galilee, and then in the south there was the the river flowed from Galilee, which had a lot of fish, where Peter and everybody's around right now. Yep. And then it flowed down the River Jordan, and uh, in the River Jordan was where John was flowing south to the Dead Sea, which is one of the lowest places on Earth, and uh, it's full of salt, hmm. and nothing is there. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. Um, or I think in Hebrew it's Malachiam. I think it's the the salty sea. Oh well, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, everyone knew that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So salt. Um, in uh, so in some some Hebrew writing, uh, there's Sefarim fifteen says the world cannot exist without salt. Uh, we also have uh, a couple of Jewish writings that talk about uh, how it's used to preserve meat and ve- uh, veggies. Um, and that money and wisdom are both salts. They preserve we, we, life. We're pretty salty people, right? Like we'd die without salt in us, salt. right? I'm yeah, not a yeah. doctor or anything. No, um, we need uh, sodium. You got to have at least half a shaker a day, right? Just yeah. pour it right down your throat. I, that's not too far off from my salt consumption. But <laughs> if someone ever like found out what my diet is, I think they'd freak out. Like, how are you not dead? Just get my like daily dose from or weekly dose from margaritas at the Mexican restaurant. Uh, so yeah, salt. Um, salt is added in a grain offering in Leviticus. This might be uh, symbolizing God's enduring covenant. So these these people, um, you, Jewish people, really believe in that God has chosen them. He has made a covenant, and a deal. A covenant is like a deal, a contract with them. And so this is a symbol. So maybe uh, you are to be salt. You are a symbol of God's love for the world or mm. care for the world and the covenant. Um, symbol of that. Uh, the Tanakh, which is what we called the Old Testament, we, we we're gonna use those a little interchangeably. So Tanakh is the Hebrew word for Old Testament um, for that. Which which if you don't believe in the New Testament, then just the, the Tanakh. It's, it's the, the only Testament. Um, it speaks of the covenant of light, and that's the same verse that we talked about. Salt and light it shows up in Leviticus two thirteen. If you want to go look that up, um, it's used. The covenant of light is used both in the David, uh, the covenant given to David as well as the one given to Moses when he comes down the you know mountain with the two tablets. 
So you get that. So maybe a covenant of light. Uh, salt is used in purification. In a book, Second um, Kings, which is kind of like a history book of uh, in, in the Bible. I mean, it's still in the Bible, but it's got a little bit more chronological history to it, uh, story after story. Uh, Elisha, one of this prophet, this the again, ninety five percent of what I'm saying is like stop sucking, and five percent is uh, correction. And then they also do some cool magic tricks. He, <laughs> he uses salt to purify water. Um, salt is also used to mix in, uh, uh, mix or salt is used to mix in incense to make it pure and holy. So we see that in there as well. A lot of horror movies use salt for stuff like killing demons or keeping demons and vampires out and stuff like that. It it might be pulling from these ideas that salt was used as purification and, and, and things like this. I, I'm not a movie guy. Ain't it always sunny? I mean, I am, Charlie, but... uh, or no, they, uh. Whose cousin is it? They, it's like you got to salt the snail. Like one, there's Gail the snail. She keeps coming to the bar, mm-hmm. and they don't want her in there, so they throw salt. Charlie throws salt at her. He's like, you got to salt the snail. He's like, but she's not a snail. He's like, yeah, but she really fucking hates salt thrown at her, so she'll leave anyway. <laughs> I think anybody would hate salt being thrown yeah, at them. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's effective. It does work. It's effective. Man, it's not dumb if it works. <laughs> I'm down. Like, Char- Charlie's got my heart. Charlie's the man. He, Charlie uh, Day. Um. So uh, salt is also used in medicinal purposes. So if you're talking about like this idea of maybe healing the world, like, oh, I'll use salt to heal the world, like make a difference in it. Um, you see that in Ezekiel 16, as well as it's repeated in uh, in Shabbat 129, uh, which is a Bavli Shabbat. It's it's a Jewish writing, which I, well, the reason I want to highlight this is because it says babies. So this is not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. No. But they, uh, in this, in this like, this old Jewish writing, right. it says they, they would salt the babies. Oh, mm, salted baby. Salted baby, yeah. Salted. Falls right off the bat. Little, little, little uh, Upton St. Clair. Is it Upton St. No, no, no. He did something else. Oh, the guy wrote Gulliver's Travels. I have no, I've never read a book in my life. Shoot. Except for this Bible that you keep fucking making me read. Um, It's going to come to me later. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he wrote a modest proposal. Anyways, and that the whole thing's about eating babies. Ooh. Was, yeah, yeah. Gross. It was during the Irish famine. They're like, we should eat babies. And they suggest using the American babies. It was a great book. Or they short would story be the saltiest, article. I assume. Mm, yep. Get them across that Atlantic Ocean. So, uh, anyways, yeah, they salted the babies. I guess it's like a purification or medicinal reason. Um, My daughter's got some meat on her. But yeah. she is a fucking angry baby sometimes. She scratched. I'm, I've bled out of my nose this week. She scratched my head. The defense mechanism. Somehow she's, she, like, we, like, and we are constantly, she's a hold me baby. You have to fucking hold her all the time or she gets pissed. And she's awesome. She's a daddy's girl. Like, I love this little kid. And um, she has this mark right now on her f- fucking forehead. Like, it's like a quarter inch by like an inch. Mm-hmm. Just like, it We th- it looks like carpet burn. I don't know how that happened because she's walking now. So, it, but she just showed up. Like, we were both looking at her. Where the fuck did that big ass red spot come from? Like, both of her parents went, damn, this kid. CPS took their baby. Like, I was like, I, I you're thinking a, that as no, I'm no, I was thinking story. about. I was thinking like, is that the mark of the beast? Actually, like, what like is the... uh, actually, like some friends of ours. Let me change this. You're gonna edit this, right? Some friends of ours, this baby. Yeah. <laughs> and she just showed up with this red mark in the middle, and we're like, how the hell did she get that? Because she never cried. We never saw yeah. like, but apparently has this big red mark on her face. Or she's she's a very tough little baby. Like I couldn't imagine. I bet she would like rip out one of my eyes if I ever tried to like do anything mean to her. It's honestly, it's how are you going to eat a baby? Like, you, they're not as defenseless as you think. Yeah. She's got sharp ass nails, too, because I'm too scared to cut her nails. Yeah. So they're like fucking talons now. 
Ugh. Okay, CPS is definitely yeah, yeah. coming to, to my I'm, friend's house. Yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. you, get, you get a mark on your child's forehead. She's got talons. Like, she's, it yeah. sounds like you got the Antichrist. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like you're raising this. I've seen the movie Omen. I have seen a couple movies. Got a fucking harpy living with you. So, uh, and uh, so again, like go, here, I'm just trying to like go through all these things that you have to bust salt. out that church issued chainsaw that we all get. You know, once you get you get baptized and they give you that chainsaw and they say only in case of emergency or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I've cut down two trees with it. Gosh, I mean, Souls came out when I cut them down. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. But. I haven't even used my chainsaw. It's just sitting there. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking up, man. As long as Joey doesn't find it, so he can't cut his chains, I think we're okay. <laughs> Uh, go back and listen to our textual criticism episode. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> All right. And anyways, moving on. Uh, Job, uh, Job six six. I like this point. It just it makes food taste good. Job, the guy God fucked over. Yes. Um, that's a whole other story. We'll cover that. Maybe one we day. should do Job, dude. Oh God, that would actually we shouldn't. People I, would just be like burning down churches again. It'd be like fucking the Norwegian eighties death metal scene, black metal scene all over again. I'm going to have to explain Job, and you're going to have to explain Norwegian black metal. Well, we'll do that a couple episodes from now. We know what we need to do. Or at some point in the next future, if we don't all die or something. All right, back on track. So uh, some people think that it was just simply used to make food taste good, which makes sense. Like, you're the salt of the earth. Make the world better. Um, and then causes thirst. Uh, that is, you you are um, you are the salt of the earth. You're going to show people the way, and then they'll become more thirsty, and they'll desire more. Um, this is kind of cool. You can use it in oil to make lamps brighten. Really? Yeah, brighter, bright. Uh, Bobli Shabbat uh, sixty-seven talks about that. In case anyone wants to Google this, I'm gonna have to try that tonight when we're lighting our entire fucking house by lamps. Yeah, because that's what because that's what everybody does. No, that is cool though. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um, and then uh, it could also be used just simply baking in ovens. Um, it could be salt of money, meaning you preserve preserve one's wealth. Oh, um, that that idea. Um. In, in the long run, like to summarize this all up, salt is good. As far as like how it's applied or which one, the right interpretation, what Jesus really meant. Do you think I know what Jesus actually meant? I'm taking my guess with the rest of you guys. I'm just going through. I all think you things. do. That's why I'm here. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just went through like nine different things just now of different uses for salt and applications and what it could mean. And I don't know which one he's referring to. I highly doubt it's salt, salting babies. But yeah, probably not that one. Probably not that maybe, one. Maybe. Maybe, but probably not. He fed people fish and, and loaves, so I don't think the... It's because all the babies. babies were too far down the mountain. Uh, all right, so, uh, but can it lose its saltiness? Well, usually it's gathered from the edge of the Dead Sea, and usually it's mixed with other stuff, and the more impurities that are mixed in it, like... Sand yeah, and mud and or fish guts. And Creole seasoning. Creole seasoning. That would be better than, yes. the, like, but, salt. When you have all the yeah sand and fish guts and all that, then it's like it's no longer it's not salt. It's do people swim in the Dead Sea? Does yeah. anybody get in there to like? Yeah. Is it supposed to have purification properties? No. Or well, something? I think they have like Dead Sea mud. They come out, they're all shriveled up and just like um, I taste amazing right now. It's so like yeah, a piece people, of fucking beef jerky and a I think mankini. You, uh, you can definitely get some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about Pan Man from the pool. Uh, <laughs> God bless him. Uh, but there, uh, we used to lifeguard. There was a guy who was always tanned. Yeah, changed like three races just by sitting out in the sun for every single day from like eight to ten hours on the pool. <laughs> um, but no, you uh, they, you could get some. It's like if bacon was a person. <laughs> Fuck. All right, super cool guy. Though. Great hair. He did have good hair. Don't laugh at me. 
Okay, go. All right. <laughs> so he, uh, so you can go in the Dead Sea and you can float because it has such a high salinity. You float really, really well. And <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I, that yeah, really that's, that's how it works. That's Even I can float. Back again. Back when we were lifeguards, they used to make. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, back I'm when we were lifeguards, they used to make me be like the the guy that sinks to the bottom for all the people to rescue. And there's just it was like it was like. Go get Neil. He's the heaviest guy. Like, you're going to have the worst trouble pulling him out of the water. Is that what you thought it was? Everybody just thought you were cute, so they wanted to, like, grab on you and, like, pull you up out of the pool. That Hey, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can argue with that. Anyways, so, yeah, you could float, and then they also have, like, sea salt scrubs and all this kind of stuff and huh. dead sea clay and... Dead sea. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, so... That would be that. hard to market as, like, a body, like, fixing yeah. property, like, dead sea scrub. Hmm. Um, so one of the issues one of the issues is that this the salt would come up and then it would wash away you could actually lose if you tried if you left this impure salt there it actually would pull the salt away and become more and more just impurities so you don't have salt you just have gunk I guess at that point um, and uh, some people think this is referring to you're losing your influence in the world oh. here. Uh, and then there's this Greek word morino which is where we pull the idea of moron from which means foolish uh, Mark uses the word analso, which could also mean to lose its saltiness. Uh, so it's saying you could become foolish in this way. It's thought that because the they were speaking Aramaic, that it was a play on words, which is using the Aramaic word to fall, which can mean either in unsavory or foolish. Hmm. Which is which is contrasting. In, so in not if way. you lose your saltiness, but if you act foolish or like a dick. Or you're just not like you're not doing it right yeah. anymore. Then you, you become foolish, or you yeah, become, you're just like everybody else. Yeah. Hmm. So I uh, like that. Um, I haven't really. Uh, you can you make something salty again? There's really no effective way of doing yes, so. Yes, you put more salt on it. That's but you have to get other salt. Um, oh yeah. So uh, some people think that this is a dilution of the teachings of other Jewish groups because Jesus is about to get into all of his teachings. So keep in mind, think structurally of the book of Matthew, some uh, or of this Sermon on the Mount, some people think that Jesus is getting up being like, if you lose your saltiness, like them, Ooh. like throwing shade, Ooh. you become foolish, like that, that, that their teachings have become diluted. Uh, not sure how much that um, that holds up because I don't, I don't see anything else that really pushes that idea, but right. I understand where someone could... It seems like a leap to me, but I think you could make that leap if you really want to. He's trying to sound all like elitist. Yeah, yeah, saying that they've done that way. Um some people think that uh, he is referring to Judaism as lost its saltiness. Therefore, the Christian church is now going to be a replacement for that. So ah. there's that idea as well. Um, I'm sharing, again, these are all different ideas. This is, again, if it's you... like a choose your own adventure yes. type thing. <laughs> if you came to Beer and Bible for all the right answers... Sorry. sorry. <laughs> You're um, going to lose your saltiness yeah. if you came in for that. So we are not the right people to come from. Um, we love you, though. Also, uh, people talk about the idea of, like... It, it, how it becomes useless. Um, it's not good for the soil. Uh, if the salt content is low, minerals can be added to manure and used as fertilizer. But if it had no saltiness, you, you had you couldn't even use it for manure because it would actually wow. help out. They were trying to mix it up with manure for uh, fertilizer. Huh. Um, and it it, uh, it does have an element of judgment in mind that being thrown out and cast out, a lot of times in the book of Matthew, has this whole feeling of rejection. Hmm. So the the word and the phrasing of that is very much a judgment uh, clause. We saw we saw earlier um, in John, he says, you'll be cast into the fire and winnowing fork. 
Christ you, throwing something away. Yeah, exactly. So you, you read that in the the Matthean uh, verbiage. Um, part of the, one of the things that I, I think is fascinating is reading uh, how each writer describes the, what they're doing and what's going on happening, and the vocabulary they use um, can definitely define what they're saying. Hmm. So and fourteen fifteen. Oh yeah, there was another. Yeah, we're we're moving through this. Uh, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. That's it, right? Yep. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to put together uh, some show notes and everything else. Check out the blog. Um, I'm still catching up on that, so bear with me. Uh, but uh, hopefully by the time this airs, a little closer to getting all the the kinks worked out. Uh, but the blog this week or for this episode should talk a little bit more about the idea that uh, that Israel, God's people, chosen people who Jesus is speaking to, were uh, had a had a chosen mission. They were to be a light in the world. Like that was their commission by God. It was like all these other nations, they do what they they're going to be. Your job is to be a light to the world yeah. and show them the way. So he's been. That's kind of a like theme going through the whole thing they just keep fucking that shit up yep yeah so we'll just talk about a little bit i'll try and put some show notes some information there and you can read that um uh there's uh, one scholar or some uh in particular he says he's calling israel and the disciples back to the call so he's not replacing it. he's like remember that thing that we said earlier we're supposed to be light get back here we're gonna i'm gonna explain <laughs> to you how to do it so all right blessed are all these people all right, you guys need to be salt. And you guys need to be light. And I want you to come back to that. You guys forgot how to do it. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to explain it all over again, point by point. You get ready for this? And like that. So that makes more sense in the introduction to say, why is he introducing salt and light yeah. right at this point? Because he's got to get back to this. Um, city on a hill. Again, what could it be? Could it be the new Jerusalem? So some people were expecting if there's going to be a new city, a new kingdom, kingdom of heaven, yeah. there would be a new jerusalem it's to be all fresh shit like it's yeah. all new stuff coming so jerusalem uh, is actually on a hill so dead sea one of the lowest points of earth and you have to go up if you're hiking up there you have to go up the jerusalem is a city on a hill um which is just a great place to defend fancy um and then uh city on a hill it's a great witness to others um you build a city on a hill uh, is a place of of um prominence it, it it asserts confidence or dominance i don't know it's hard sounds to, good yeah Asserts <laughs> that um, under a, uh, a basket, usually the lamp that they're referring to is kind of a small, think like four to five inch small lamp. Um, you put oil in the top of it, you'd have a wick coming out. Think of the genie lamp oh, a little bit. Okay, but I want to think like think small. Think no um, cap on it or okay. anything on the back end, and then think a little tiny wick coming out the front, and then like that's where you light it and you put the oil through. Oh, that's cool. I've got one of those. I should whip really? it out at some point. Huh. Um, but yeah, you got the, uh, so it's usually placed, you actually place it in the middle of the house. So, so that a light for everybody to see. So you got a big room, you don't put it freaking in the corner where like only that corner gets lit. You go throw a stool or a table right in the middle. And that way Jimmy can be doing his homework over there. And Carol can be doing whatever she does. Sifting like, the salt. Sifting the salt. And, you know, and you're sitting there reading the, the Capernaum times or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, you're able to sit there and like everyone in the house can, Use the light. Yeah. So you put that in the middle. Uh, you don't put it under a basket. That just would like that, like the ridiculousness of that. It goes back to the moronic thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was that word again? Morino. Morino. That's not That's too hard to figure out. Marino. Or to fall, mean being, uh, uh, was it saltus or foolish? 
foolish. Foolish, yes. To fall. Unsavory or foolish. What does it say again? To fall. To fall. To fall. Um, So, plain word, to fall versus to fall. Anyways, moving (laughs) on. Uh, Verse 16. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, we are. We're cruising along. Ran into a Hebrew lesson there for All that stuff. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. All right. So only men. <laughs> Way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the same way as city on the hill is the same way as a lamp. These are all the same ideas. A beacon. Uh, you, you shift the light from you have to the light you are. Um, uh, the, the yeah. So that you are this light. Uh, your light is it our light? Is it somebody else's light? It's really hard to figure out. Uh, men could be read as mankind, right? Uh, but it does it does tend to point to Jew and non-Jew alike because we've kind of talked about okay, well, is this referring to the land of Israel? Or is this talking to the, about the entire world? At this point, the language seems to be pointing towards you acting this way or being this way, being this light will affect all of mankind everywhere, not just the Jewish person. Well, they're really, like, I mean, again, I'm no fucking, like, I'm I'm an idiot compared to, like, the research you do and shit, but a lot of times they'll, like, there's some kind of marker they'll be like, you know, the sons of, the sons of David or, like, the sons of, like, yeah. they'll, like, reference some kind of, like, shit for Israel, and it's, like, just men. Yeah, oh, yeah, with men, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's some different words, like Laos versus... Uh, anthropy and, and other Greek words where there there does seem to be indication. Mostly what we do is we pull that from the uh, the Greek rendering of the Hebrew text mm. a couple hundred years prior that a lot of the um, the people that are reading in Greek for Matthew would be familiar with that as well. Well, no, we don't. We make Joey do it. Right. We, and he... Yeah. Yes, yeah. Textual criticism, <laughs> check it out. Um, and then, anyways, uh, so... Uh, what does this mean by works? Um, Jesus is going. To, he's about to get into that. So, um, blessed are all these people, the mm-hmm. topsy turvy kingdom. You need to go be salt and light. Don't lose this. And I'm going to call you back to this mission. And then he's uh, the mission for all of Israelites. You're going to be a light to the world, which we already um, again in the in the notes. You'll find that in the blog post. And then it says these works. And so now he has to define what those works are. I want you to be light. This is what that light's going to look like. So that understand this is all in the introduction to this. And if you're listening, you're like, this is stupid. How long are they spending the time on the introduction? <laughs> um, but bear with us as we go through that. Uh, notice these are done. Um, what is the purpose of these works being done? Not to make you yourself look cool, not to get into heaven. Like these are not Jesus points. It doesn't make you get in. It's actually just done to, to glorify God and to put recognition towards him. Um, so kind of a summary of where we are mm-hmm. in this section. Matthew's writing a book, which could be to the Jewish people. It could also be a discipleship handbook. He's defined that Jesus is speaking the kingdom of heaven. He says he's preaching the kingdom of heaven. So John and Jesus have been doing this. What does the kingdom of heaven look like? We're going to go through the quick like list of here's what the kingdom of heaven looks like. Blessed yeah. are these people. Introduction, and uh, now we're going to explain what that looks like. Because uh, the, because of this, you're going to be persecuted by the prophets. Like, Sorry, not by the prophets, like the prophets. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Uh, be like the prophets. Don't hide these things. Like what I'm about to call you to do, like people are going to like look at you like they did the prophets. But keep in mind, in the Jewish culture, prophets were considered like the superheroes, the people you want to be like. And so he's going to be like, here's how you can be like the prophets. And that's where he's going. He's going to like lay into how you can live out this, this kingdom of heaven. And that's where we're heading. And we're going to have another pit stop in the introduction in a second. <laughs> Yet another part of the introduction. Nice. That's the like, next podcast, next so one. come back two weeks from now. But um, thanks for hanging in with us. Yeah. 
And as always, remember, uh, give us some comments. Give us some feedback. Uh, yeah, tell your friends, family, um, anybody that you think is going to really get mad about it. Definitely send definitely this. Definitely use it. Yes. Yeah, and wait for the family gatherings to start. Just, Just nothing else. You got some conversation sparkers or maybe fire starters. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Best of luck. Thanks. Yeah, see you see guys. guys. I think it was cool.